Hello there. I'd just like to talk about something I find rather interesting. For some reason, a lot of people, when they start doing podcasts, like at their very start, will end up just slurring their words and using just a bunch of vocabulary that they wouldn't actually use in real life, I've noticed. Because I've heard people like Joe Rogan in actual podcasts um, outside of his podcasts and in actual interviews and stuff like that, and he definitely has a difference in the way that he presents himself and how he talks, especially if you catch him off guard and he's not in his presenting mode. Um, Bill Burr was also a pretty bad example of this. Um, then again, though, a lot of it is stage persona, so it could just be him being more relaxed when he was doing all of his first episodes you know like the very early stuff yeah I always notice that either somebody is trying to overdo it or they'll be very reserved and hold back and I think I have a theory to that if you are just talking randomly say like I am right now you have no way to know if your words are actually of value because you don't have anybody looking back at you to you know show body language of this is working you know when people shake their heads and words like mm hmm and and things like that you know there is no way to know if you're actually interesting which is also where I come into a bit of a situation because either this will be exactly what I'm talking about of where I will sound disingenuous and, at the same time, sound really boring, and like I'm just chatting random shit. Or somebody will think, hmm, I like this guy, he's got a good personality, I like the way he's presenting himself. And then, just after that, if I become a better podcaster, or I get somebody in, then will that person no longer like me for how I am talking? Because I'm not just doing a random string of thoughts. I'm doing a active conversation and getting a back and forth. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Hello. Welcome back. I hope you're still willing to stick around after that little bit of a rant. And to be honest, I feel like I should just keep ranting because I'm not in the bath. I still don't have anybody to actually talk to. I swear I'm actually still trying to find somebody that I could do this with, but there are two problems with that. Number one, people don't really want to do a podcast in general, because that shit can all of a sudden become a really nasty commitment. And number two, who the hell wants to get in the bath with somebody? Exactly that. So I need to look for specific people, you know, people that will either be deemed weird enough or people who just don't give a shit my best chances are somebody like Hannah Witten or someone like that you know what I mean and no do not go tweeting her that one person that's listening of hey Hannah Witten you want to go on this podcast it won't go well whatsoever oh and another thing I'm thinking of basically just throwing on an emulator onto my computer and then actually using a decent microphone because this little iPod microphone is fecking terrible.
to be perfectly honest. I sound really, like, dull. Uh, the best way to describe it is that sort of... It, sort of like muck. My voice just sounds mucky through this. It's, it's not very nice. Uh, I hope you like that. That was some good old Frank Ocean. By the way, I wanted to talk about something that I find rather really cool. So there's this new group that's come out. Uh, Brockhampton, you know, have released um, three albums and one mixtape, I think, or it's four albums. And you know they have the big saturation series. But you have guys like Kevin Abstract, who are rappers and are gay. And that's something I find is is still not done enough. We have people like Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean himself, which basically people like Kevin owe a lot to. Because imagine how fucking scary it must be to, number one, just be some random kid trying to make it up in the music industry. And also at the same time, saying stuff like... Um, a guy just gave him a head and things like that and the reactions too to it even if somebody isn't homophobic half the time people are like whoa did he just say that oh my god this is an amazing thing let's be held up on it for about 12 fucking seconds it it seems really weird to me and like how come people can just be flat out disgusting in rap when they're talking about the amount of girls they are fucking and the amount of drugs they're pumping into their system. I think the best parody of that kind of song is The Bender by Schaefer the Dark Lord. It's a pretty funny track because you realise it literally sounds like what they sound like except just a lot more realistic. Um, but yeah, rap is going through a interesting change and for the better. Um, and also for the worst. Some older guys. Um, like Eminem for example. Jesus Christ. Revival is so shit. Pure trash. Uh, Kanye is being Kanye. And to be honest. I am perfectly okay with that. <laughs> I just fucked this model. She just bleached her asshole. I get bleach on my t-shirt, I'ma look like an asshole. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that I just expect now from Kanye West. So I kinda just leave it. I kinda just leave it for him to do whatever the fuck he wants. And I can listen to it and vibe to it, or just be like, nah man, what the fuck are you smoking? But yeah, rap is definitely having fun lately. Uh, the age-old question, will you be so kind to fall in love with me? <sighs> I, I wonder how that would actually go. Like, just imagine just writing a song for somebody and walking up to them, pulling out a ukulele, and just be like, Hi, love me. I can imagine it would be a very intimidating experience. For you and the person you're singing to. Because for you, you know, you could have spent hours on this song just with the lyrics. And then spending 
for ages trying to do the chord progression. Or you literally could have just learned something like the ukulele or something like that. And then there's the scary part of, is this person going to say no? Like, are these people going to be weirded out that you spent so much time trying to construct a song for them? It, it would be very Stan, I think. Just like, dear Slim. <laughs> Just, no. If anything, that is exactly what Stan is. It's just the guy writing essentially a bunch of love letters in song form and then going completely insane. Well, trust Dodie to make something that's kind of really fucked up and making it really pretty. I mean, half of her covers, she makes lifeless trash music sound really nice and coming from the heart. So... I guess that's a really good talent, taking something like S Club 7 and making it sound super sweet and almost soulful to listen to. <sighs> yeah, we need more artists like that. There's too many people that are scared to do covers. I mean, it happens once in a blue moon, like uh, Big Sean, like Big Sean and Kanye doing "I Wonder" and things like that. But you hardly ever hear it from big guys. Uh, 